Hi, welcome back to the American Sports Podcast, where today I'm joined here with my younger brother, Tyler, who is an avid soccer enthusiast. Hi, Dylan. Thank you for having me here on the show today. I'm happy to be here. Great point, Dylan. We see that club soccer in the United States looks a lot like. So, the question that I'm wondering about today is... Why do you think that Americans don't give soccer the credit that it deserves? This is a question that I've seen many, many articles written about, one in particular on why don't Americans like soccer, written a little while ago by Marco R. Della in the USA Today article. Tyler, what do you have to say about that? Yes, Dylan, that is a great question. Soccer is not really given any credit at all compared to other sports. And the sad reality of it is that there are not many players that go pro every year. Of those that go pro are the few that are insane prodigies, prodigy players that make their entire life revolve around soccer and soccer only. And one of the main reasons for that is the soccer program is still in its beginning stages. Yeah, you know, Tyler, that is a great point. However, we see another major problem with the major league soccer is that the NFL, the MLB, and other professional sports are so big that they are, in fact, taking so much of the spotlight away from the soccer players. What do you have to say about that? You can. This is for you speaking on you and your teammates' behalf. Well, it is a harsh statistic to comprehend and accept, but the reality of it is that the NFL and the MLB have been around for over 100 years. And to be straight, that is the main reason why they dominate us in the viewership numbers. All soccer players have to keep playing and spread the love of the game and really try to get the sport of soccer to be as mainstream as other major league sports. Yes, Tyler, that's the positivity that I love to hear from all you young soccer players out there. And now, I want to talk more about the rise in club soccer programs worldwide. In 2017, an article in the New York Times explains that youth players released by England's biggest soccer clubs aren't willing to give up on their professional soccer dreams, despite the odds being heavily stacked against them. Now, this is an interesting topic but I want to get to that later. First, I'd like to see what you have to say about the traveling club programs in the U.S. How have you benefited from them, and what can you tell us about them? Yes, Dylan, that is a great question, and I want I would I would focus on how town soccer focuses on having fun with your teammates and just not really any competitiveness. It's just a slow game. In club soccer, though, they focus on getting their team big and strong so they can win against the competitive teams in other states, in other regions, in the best places that all of these soccer kids would dream of going to. For example, my team and I have had the opportunity to travel together down to Florida to play at the IMG Academy. What 
is so prestigious about the IMG Academy that isn't so prestigious anywhere else? IMG Academy is where all of the best soccer players or sports players go to play their sport. Do they have a good soccer team? Incredible. And is that players just from Florida, or how, how does that work? Players can board there. They can come from anywhere around the country. They can have... As they can have so from people from Japan, anywhere. What I'm hearing you say is that the IMG Academy is where the best of the best go to make their professional career in sports a whole lot better of a chance to play. Yes. Now, looking back on the New York Times article I spoke earlier about, we see that in England... There are teams of kids, 11, 12 years old, that will get up at sometimes as early as 2 in the morning so that they can be on a van or a bus by 4 in the morning because they have a long day ahead of them. A day in their shoes could look something like this. They get up around 2 a.m., got to get on the bus by 4 a.m., got a long five, maybe six-hour drive sometimes to the field, where then they have to get ready for their game, they have to play their game. After the game, they got to cool down a little bit. Then they got another five to six hour drive back. Then, just then, they might have some peace and quiet time. That and sometimes can be upwards of a 15 to 17, maybe even a 20 hour day. That is a long day. 